Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Chavez, Captain, United States Army. Psalm 2. Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and his anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds asunder and cast their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord has them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will tell of the decree of the Lord. He said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now, therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, with trembling kiss his feet, or he will be angry, and you will perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Happy are all who take refuge in him. Exodus, chapter 19, verses 9 through 25. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to come to you in a dense cloud, in order that the people may hear when I speak with you, and so trust you ever after. When Moses had told the words of the people to the Lord, the Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow. Have them wash their clothes and prepare for the third day, because on the third day the Lord will come down upon Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. You shall set limits for the people all around, saying, Be careful not to go up the mountain or to touch the edge of it. Any who touch the mountain shall be put to death. No hand shall touch them, but they shall be stoned or shot with arrows. Whether animal or human being, they shall not live. When the trumpet sounds a long blast, they may go up on the mountain. So Moses went down from the mountain to the people. He consecrated the people, and they washed their clothes. And he said to the people, Prepare for the third day. Do not go near a woman. On the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning, as well as a thick cloud on the mountain, and a blast of a trumpet so loud that all the people who were in the camp trembled. Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God. They took their stand at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was wrapped in smoke because the Lord had descended upon it in fire. The smoke went up like the smoke of a kiln, while the whole mountain shook violently. As the blast of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses would speak and God would answer him in thunder. When the Lord descended upon Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain, the Lord summoned Moses to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go down and warn the people not to break through to the Lord to look, otherwise many of them will perish. Even the priests who approach the Lord must consecrate themselves, or the Lord will break out against them. Moses said to the Lord, The people are not permitted to come up to Mount Sinai, for you yourself warned us, saying, Set limits around the mountain and keep it holy. The Lord said to him, Go down and come up bringing Aaron with you, but do not let either the priests or the people break through to come up to the Lord, otherwise he will break out against them. So Moses went down to the people and told them. 
Hebrews chapter 11 verses 23 through 28 by faith Moses was hidden by his parents for three months after his birth because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict by faith Moses when he was grown up refused to be called a son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to share ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin he considered abuse suffered for the Christ to be greater than greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to the reward. By faith he left Egypt, unafraid of the king's anger, for he persevered as though he saw him who was invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. Good morning and welcome to the sixth Friday after Epiphany. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. Our co-host this morning is Captain Chris Chavez, and our readings come to us from Psalm 2, Exodus 19, and Hebrews 11. Uh, this is the third take that I've uh, tried to capture the reflection because I've been having some uh, throat issues, so hopefully I can get through this one. Um, you'll notice uh, yesterday our reading in Exodus was really early in that book, and now we've skipped forward to Exodus 19. And we've gone through the, all the, the plagues and the flight from Egypt, and now they're out in the wilderness. And um, this incredible event is kind of being set up. And as uh, Captain Chavez read, uh, I had to reread some of the, the verses in Exodus because it, it sounded so similar to um, some of the really troubling passages about God commanding the killing of animals, include you know people and animals, and sometimes like even plants and stuff in the later um, military campaign uh, under Joshua to take the Promised Land after the wandering in the wilderness is done. In particular, I I saw um, verse twelve and thirteen set limits all around them. Don't go up the mountain or touch the edge of it. Any who do will be put to death. Um, they shall be stoned or shot with arrows. Animal or human being, they shall not live. Um, and it, reading that and uh, you know, kind of being familiar with some of the the battles in Joshua and under the judges, that it like it seemed like it didn't fit. Like yeah, you know the the prevailing understanding is that um, God is great, and if you see God face to face you will die and so there's this big setup the uh, you know the the audience within the story the audience is being made aware that something big is happening there's an earthquake you know smoke is surrounding the mountain and um there's even this uh, it it read kind of weird um it made me think of like a mel brooks movie um if he made one about the bible which i, I think he did um, but, you know, there's this whole, you know, back and forth about, like, don't let anybody up here. And then um, it has the descriptions, and then God says to Moses, go down and warn them not to break through to look, otherwise they'll perish. And, and um, Moses says, uh, they aren't allowed to come up because you warned us. And, and like, right? Didn't you say that? And then God's like, oh, okay, okay, go down and get Aaron, but nobody else. And this weird thing, like, Moses... <laughs> Moses is like doing a double take, or it seems like maybe there's several ways it could be read. 
Um, but there's like this emotional roller coaster, this really kind of harsh language and kind of setting up the future campaigns where God asks for and commands really troubling things. Um, and yet there's this, I don't know, I read it as this kind of important moment, but this like I, almost humorous kind of double take, like you've already told us, do you want to tell us again kind of thing? Um, <clears throat> and it would seem that the Exodus reading is kind of the centerpiece of this morning's lectionary selection. Um, but I think that, that Hebrews really comes through in that sense and provides kind of the, the, the grounding um, reading that helps make sense of, uh, you know, the, the ground shaking and the, the smoke and everything. And it's not simply because of what and who God is, but also who that person was who would be permitted to encounter God face to face. In Hebrews 11, we hear about the faith of Moses. Um, and there's this um, really wonderful language that um, reminds me of another passage, uh, I think in one of Paul's letters. I want to say Corinthians. There's the um, the Lord uh, didn't take uh, grasping at godly status, um, or he didn't grasp at godlike status, rather he took the form of a slave, even to the, the point of death, something like that. Um, and, um, but here we're, we're hearing about Moses and by faith, when he was grew up, grown up, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to share ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered abuse suffered for the Messiah to be greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to the reward. And, um, the writer of Hebrews reminds us that it's by faith that he leaves Egypt unafraid of the king's anger, because he pers- he persevered as though he saw him who is invisible. Um, and that's important because of Exodus, like the whole um, scene being set is this is a big thing. Something's going to happen that hasn't been done before. And one of those things is humanity is going to encounter God face to face and very likely that person is is not going to be struck down. That God <clears throat> has the power to circumscribe his own, I don't know, awesomeness, such that frail humanity can actually um, enter into some kind of relationship and community, communion and community with God. And the, the nature of God is important, but the nature of um, this human is also important. Not all humans could do this, um, but it is possible. I think that's kind of the beautiful thing about Moses and the way uh, our, our our tradition, the Christian tradition, as well as the tradition that we claim to have been grafted into in Judaism. Um, I think that's one of the beautiful things about the person of Moses and, I mean, just you know, uh, Israel and 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 the people of God that uh, have grown out of Israel, um, and. As uh, as an enlisted person, hearing an officer read the the text, I'm keenly aware of like what those social dynamics are for the military, as well as in our own society, where um, we we often think of people that interact with God as somehow above us, whether they're ministers um, or we think of people uh, as almost gods who are ordained or who are operators, and we set up these.
false uh, um, hierarchies that, um, though or well-intentioned, often serve as um, distractions or, or intermediaries or even sometimes obstructions to being in community and in relationship with God. We lose sight of the fact that those, those positions, those people in those roles, it's ultimately about how the community connects with God. It, it doesn't require those intermediaries. Moses wasn't required for the Jewish people to be Jewish or to, to be the people of God. Um, it is because of our human frailty that, um, that leaders exist. And leaders done, uh, doing leadership well, I think, I don't even like that term leadership, but whatever. Um, to be a leader, we have to look to the one who was the ultimate leader, the exemplar of leaders, um, who suffered for his people, um, whether that's Moses or Jesus, um, that um, if that, if, if your leadership, if your, um, if your, authority or power looks something very different from Jesus or from Moses, you might need to rethink being what, what it means to be a leader and whether that is, that's because you're the leader or you're the person who's being led. Um, the, the, the form of structure and hierarchy that God has put on this earth um, leads from the bottom. And that's one of the reasons I think um, the what is named when we say enlisted or when we say grunts is actually so much, is so full of meaning um, that we often lose sight of what it means to lead from below, what it means um, that, uh, that the, the, the pinnacle in military culture, the pinnacle of, of our culture is this lowly grunt who can put up with more shit than anybody else who can persevere and who can outperform not by, um, you know, any kind of fancy, I don't know, shenanigans, but just simply being able to endure the most shit. Those are the people that we look up to. And, and some, many of those are operators in special forces and uh, in the special operations community. Um, and many of them are also um, ordained people, chaplains, ministers. But many of them are also unsung heroes. Um, many of the saints and many of the faithful we've never heard about because that's precisely how our faith calls us to live. Um, and so this, um, the, who Moses was and who Jesus was as, as a man, as a person, um, that is of the utmost importance. Um, and it, it allows us to interact with God, uh, uh, these structures that we have in place allow us to interact with God and have community with God and relationship with God, um, only insofar as that leadership is, is done right and done well. Um, and we have those examples here in, in Moses and, and, of course, in the Gospels of Jesus. Prayer for the Clergy and People from the Book of Common Prayer Almighty and everlasting God, from whom comes every good and perfect gift, send down upon our bishops and other clergy and upon the congregations committed to their charge 
the healthful spirit of your grace, and that they may truly please you. Pour upon them the continual dew of your blessing. Grant this, O Lord, for the honor of our Advocate and Mediator, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where PPUHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with the recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.